In the beginning, we had, of course, many problems. People sometimes would like literally laugh at us saying like, this is not possible. We have more important issues. So this is the last thing we should actually consider. But uh, the pilot projects show that actually people are willing to do it. And there are many people that are quite aware of environmental challenges that our country is facing because we don't have decent infrastructure. I really think that even if you manage to take one plastic or one piece of paper that is unrecyclable or recyclable, whatever it is, from a wrong place and put it in the right place, this is already a big achievement. The beauty of innovation is that it doesn't have to be all about big steps. It's the small incremental changes that become a habit that creates ripples of positive impact, both for the environment and for our communities. So my name is Irina. I am one of the co-founders of ISSD, Innovative Solutions for Sustainable Development of Communities, nonprofit organization, which is based in Armenia. Today, we're speaking with Irina from ISSD, an NGO that is working to solve the issue of waste management in Armenia. What initially started as an initiative to introduce recycling bins and environmental awareness has grown to be a much bigger operation. We'll hear from Irina on how she and her team are agents of positive change in Armenia and beyond. I'm Rama Shakaki, and you're listening to Innovate with Purpose, the official podcast for Expo Live, an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. Back in 2017, Irina got together with two friends to tackle proper waste management, one of Armenia's big challenges. Just outside of Yerevan is the Nubarashan landfill, the largest garbage disposal site in Armenia. Estimates put the total accumulated solid waste since the 1960s at 6 to 8 million tons. We have several big uh, landfills in Armenia. We have many actually illegal dumpsters as well that uh, unfortunately not many of them process decently. In many cases, they just burn it, like it's open air burning of waste. In some cases, they cover it with soil. So generally, the reduce, reuse, recycle concept was not decently working in Armenia. So we decided to try to understand if our country and our population is ready for a similar initiative. The first testing site they chose was a festival, one of the largest in the region. It is a wine festival that is organized in the, one of the wine regions of Armenia. It is generally like having around 30,000 uh, visitors, which is quite big for Armenia because we're only 3 million, so this is actually quite a big um, event. At the festival, Irina coordinated with the organizers to set up separate recycling bins for paper, bottles, glass, etc. That way, the visitors and the vendors can dispose of their waste properly and the area where the festival is held isn't left with a lot of trash at the end. And like next to each sorting bin, we would have one or two volunteers that would support in the process of like telling people why these bins are here, what are they, what is the purpose, how they should sort and things like this. So we did like install the beans and then we also had like people who would approach the others and then tell them, share with them the importance and then how to do it actually. 
And depending on the type of the waste, we would either send it to recycling facilities that we somehow managed to find in Armenia, or alternatively, for example, for glass bottles, because we have a lot of home wine production in the country, we actually sent it for reusing instead of recycling. So some of the glass would end up in the home winemakers and then plastic, paper and metal would end up in the recycling. It was a simple system, but the reactions weren't all positive at the start. So Irina and her team pushed through those reactions and kept reminding visitors to use the appropriate bins for their waste. They understood that introducing new systems will take time and that the formation of new habits isn't easy. So after we realized that the pilot is working, we started um, developing new concepts that would be like larger scale uh, initiatives that would help to bring country to a point where we're at least trying to move towards circular economy instead of the linear one. The following year, they started approaching new organizations, different donors and setting up recycling bins in several locations in Armenia. They expanded to include awareness campaigns about proper waste management, training about giving new life to waste, and working with schools. And that's how ISSD was born. It became an initiative with a relatively easy measure of success. Depending on the type of the project, we'll look at amount of waste that has been like sorted, recycled, and it didn't up in the landfill. The number of people that have been participating in trainings or public awareness campaigns. We look at like number of bins, for example, that have been installed in different organizations, in public areas. So for now, we have like around 500, more than 500 institutions that are working with us. And tell me, Irina, were you always passionate about the environment? Waste was not definitely the first choice. Like I would never see myself working with waste in the beginning because first of all, it's like extremely male dominant industry in Armenia. You can hardly see any women in this field. Well, now it's changing, but like when we started, it was like preliminarily male dominant. And because of this, I think like, you know, they are missing the innovative approach. Like generally it's older people that have old fashioned way of thinking like there is one solution there is no creativity there is no innovation there with our team uh, all three of us have had different experience with the environment Um, so one of our co-founders he used to work for a few environmental organizations the other co-founder he did his degree in environmental science and myself I just I just loved I love everything related to the environment And so you and your team were really bringing some fresh thinking to the industry and being disruptive. Who did you work with? We have the biggest uh, non-profits, for-profits, international organizations that operate in Armenia joining and where we do our trainings. We do like waste hunts, something like a treasure hunt, but we call it waste hunt. Uh, We do online competitions. We do online and offline trainings. In terms of audience, we have the problem with in all generations so it's yes it's generally everybody but we realized like during the experience we understood that if we work with kids the kids are changing the behavior of their parents and this is like they are growing up their community their friends their teachers everybody like the kids are the most important factor there wait you mentioned waste hunts what are those 
It's it's literally the treasure hunt. So instead of um, you look for treasures, but the way the hints are built, there are like different environmental questions. So you find a plastic bottle that is in the river. You need to clean this area to get your hint, or you are like participating in a trivia, trying to learn more about the biodiversity of the specific area. Now, these campaigns and trainings were all about creating a culture of care for the environment and reducing any waste that would go into a landfill. One of the problems is that many of these landfills are just open-air dumping grounds. So even if plastic and recyclable material end up there, the exposure to rain and sunlight sometimes changes their chemical formation to make them unrecyclable. So Irina and the team at ISSD began to think about a major game changer. And that's where the Expo Live grant came in. So within the Expo Live, we applied for this idea that we had at the time of turning uh, plastic bottles into filler, that's synthetic winterizer. This is the material that you use for jackets or pillows and stuff like this. So this was the main purpose of the project. And we received it. And while we started implementing it, we realized that actually we can go further. And from the filler, we actually started making the yard. We have managed to give new like life to waste. Like we started making yarn out of it and then the yarn turns into different materials. I think this is like the the best part. People actually use this to make new materials and You see the end product and you are like, oh my God, this was a plastic bottle. This is so cool. ISSD set up new machines that would take in plastic bottles and turn them into plastic granules. And depending on the color of these plastic bottles, the granules would take on the same color. After that, we have two ways of making the yarn. It's either manual, so we have a small equipment and Armenian traditional way of making yarn that has been like combined with the plastic bottle. And then there is semi-automated system. It's faster, but it's like because we want also to engage and offer opportunities for people that have different skills so that they don't forget it. We do quite a lot of manual work there as well, because this is like generally the older generation, women, especially in rural communities that know how to do it, they have the skill. So this is also like creating opportunity for them to do something interesting, to make some money and to like, you know, explore and learn. This was key to the success of ISSD. Not only did they innovate something completely new in Armenia, they also made their innovation contextual and relevant. By including traditional ways of making yarn, but using plastic fillers rather than wool, they were able to get the local community on board. Similarly, ISSD went on to bring a lot of global knowledge and best practice that was in English and made it accessible to the local community. So for the last two years, uh, because in Armenian language we have very limited uh, literature available, so generally it's either in Russian or English that the local population is finding their resources. So, And in many cases, if people don't speak other language, it's quite difficult to get access to uh, high-quality information. We have been combining the Armenian experience together with different international, like, 
high quality educational materials and creating workbooks in Armenian language. For example, um, we created the first workbook for kids on waste management that we have like a few editions right now. So it's like something you can start from super early age, like once you can read. And what's next for you and the team at ISSD? So for our future plans, we have a few directions we are currently trying to move forward with. One is we are working further on developing the project that we started with Expo Life and then creating this awareness among the people that it's not just a yarn. Actually, we are working on a couple of new innovations right now in terms of making plastic or paper waste, uh, turning it into something else. The success of ISSD has become a case study for other countries and communities to learn from. They've been published in a number of journals and received recognition from the UNDP and UN Habitat. Currently, Irina is looking at partnering with other countries like Georgia and the UAE, but also in Latin America where big Armenian diasporas live. So when we started, I'll be honest, we were very optimistic when we started because if we would have this pessimistic approach or realistic approach, we would not start it because we knew that our country was not at that point to have similar initiatives. I think it was about the positivism of our team that we were sure that, yeah, we will fail at some point, but still we will not lose the hope and like the failure will teach us more things. We will understand where our gaps, what problems did we have in the process. And then based on that, we can revise and make it better. I think the the biggest like proudness thing that I have is actually to see the change in people's mindset. The field, like we are doing a nonprofit, so it's not really financially motiv- motivating or things like this, but it's about the small things. Like um, when we would do a cleanup in a community and we would see the face of children, that youth that would help us like to clean up and they would see the river in their community cleaned and they would see that in their schoolyard there is no trash anymore. Like the way, just the smile, you know. Innovate with Purpose is the official podcast of Expo Live, an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. Innovation can come from anywhere to everyone. Learn more by visiting expo2020dubai.com forward slash expo dash live. Innovate with Purpose is produced by Kerning Cultures Network. Episodes are released every Sunday and Wednesday. Subscribe to Innovate with Purpose on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review.